Hi, I'm Lauren Stiving, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Sam Thomas Berry and I recorded this podcast before COVID-19 was a reality. I hope you and your families are safe and well at home, and hopefully this podcast will provide you with some interesting moments of reflection on some improvements you can make in your organization, either virtually or once we're back in the office again. Keep safe and stay positive. Today we'll be discussing the journey which Kellogg's began some months ago in order to ensure they are future ready as a company. Sam Thomas Berry, Vice President European HR at the Kellogg Company, will walk us through how they reshaped their business in line with their Deploy for Growth strategy and how they enabled that growth. Sam describes herself as an authentic and real leader. She is hardworking and tackles issues head on, however difficult they may be. Welcome, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for joining us today. And we're going to discuss about future ready. So it would be great if you could explain to our listeners, what is future ready? So future ready for us in Kellogg's was was an opportunity to really think about our organization. So last year, we embarked on reorganizing our European business and ways of working And fundamentally, this was really to set us up for success for the future so that we could really drive growth across the region. Okay. And how did you organize such an undertaking? It was a big project, as you can imagine. What we did from the outset was kind of clearly defined what our vision was for the future. So how did this fit with Deploy for Growth strategy? So being clear on the end goal and then mobilizing a a small team initially to work through what are the critical enablers. And that's been something that really was the step change for us. Rather than organizing ourselves to just think about reorganization and box and wires, it was what are the fundamental critical enablers to success. And that really became our principles. So a couple of examples of those enablers were making sure that we retained the very best talent and also made some intentional choices on talent for the future. We also believed passionately that process and ways of working were critical to success as well as culture and really treating this as a change project so that we we took everyone with us rather than this being a reorganization that was kind of handed to um, our teams. And that really never is the most effective way. Were there some key measurables that you had defined that you're working towards now? Yeah, so I think some of the key measurables were we wanted to focus on on talent. So one of the big call outs was how do we drive our diversity agenda? So for us, gender 50-50 by 2025 is, is a pledge that we have made both internally and externally. So making some intentional choices on female representation in leadership roles was was a big one. And I'm delighted to say that we increased from 39% to 45% female senior leaders following on from our Future Ready reorganization. That's great. 
which is great. I'm, I'm delighted to share that, you know, across the organization. From a recruitment point of view as well, it's really, really important for us to have the right talent in the right roles. And it was a big undertaking, Lauren. So we had 142 roles across the full commercial spectrum. And we wanted to accelerate great external talent into these new capabilities Mm -hmm. that we knew we needed for the future. And were there specific capabilities that you defined that were new capabilities? Yeah. So fundamentally, it was looking ahead, thinking, you know, what are the new channels and platforms? So e-commerce, digital, you know, two big examples or two key examples of where we knew that we needed to develop the muscle and capability in those areas to drive the growth. Okay. And what exactly have you been doing in terms of culture and ways of working? Culture and ways of working, another, you know, another big priority for us in, in the region. And starting from day one, we wanted to create something that people would really understand, feel passionate about. So our culture, you know, over umbrella, shall I say, is let's make it happen. And when we talk make it happen, there are three key behaviors. So that's about deliver results. It's about empowering others and being bold and really bringing that to life through the culture of the organization. So it's a language that's already starting to stick, I would say. Now, culture and culture change is not something that happens overnight, Mm-hmm. But over the course of the last 18 months, we've really invested heavily in culture. And there's so much passion and commitment for people just to cut through and drive the business forward. And that's really been enabled, Lauren, by us having an organization design that's much less complex, one that encourages faster decision making and collaborative working versus, you know, where we were previously operating in silence. And so I know that you're on the journey now. So what comes next? So what comes next is really embedding the changes. So process and ways of working are really important to this. So switching the organization on was was a big milestone for us. And we did that in September of last year. But now embedding, making sure that we have a mindset of continuous improvement. So if processes are not exactly where we need them to be or enabling us to drive the business forward, then building in that philosophy around continuous improvement and governance to embed the organization. And then, of course, you know, next for us will be how do we sustain that? So making sure that, you know, everyone is is absolutely focused on the right things that are strategy and goals right through to individuals, PDPs are all aligned and we're all focused on delivering great things together, enabled by this culture of of make it happen. What made this new journey start, you know, the future ready and making all of this happen? What was the, the initiating factor or why make this change? 
Yeah, so why make the change? For us, it was taking a step back and, and realizing that there were some things that were, were getting in the way. And interestingly, a lot of that came from feedback from our colleagues. So through global opinion surveys, through temperature checks, etc., you know, people were really open with sharing. We could be even better if we weren't as complex, we didn't have to invest a lot of time aligning before moving to decision-making. And also the speed of, of pace in the external environment, you know, we need to anticipate and react to those changes very quickly. So all of these factors meant that we we needed to think about where we designed most effectively and hence why we embarked on our journey to Future Ready, which has been a great success. Yeah, I think it's great that you were able to gather the feedback from the employees and, and action that and do something about it. I'm sure it's been a great experience from an internal perspective to see that change. Yeah, it has. And I'm incredibly proud of the progress we've made. There has, as you would expect, there's been some tough times and, you know, a, a large number of our colleagues left the organization as well as us, you know, recruiting new capabilities for the future. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, the key for me was everyone clearly understood and believed in the reason for the change. And we ensured that everyone was treated with dignity and respect in line with our values. So for me, I'm incredibly proud when people leaving the organization, you know, say this is the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do for the Kellogg company. And and we support that. Well, Sam, thank you so much for sharing your input and giving us your feedback on the the future ready plans for for Kellogg's. I, I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity, Lauren.